0: Hello, and welcome back to Lent with St. Edith Stein. This is Rebecca, and I'm so glad to have you with me today. This podcast is brought to you by St. Edith Stein Co., so please be sure to check out our store at stedithsteinco.com. This podcast is a series of short reflections based on the writings of St. Edith Stein, just little bits of philosophy to help you on your way during Lent. So let's begin with a prayer that St. Edith wrote. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O my God, fill my soul with holy joy, courage, and strength to serve you. Enkindle your love in me, and then walk with me along the next stretch of road before me. I do not see very far ahead, but when I have arrived where the horizon now closes down, a new prospect will open before me, and I shall meet it with peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In his encyclical on Christian education, Pope Pius IX wrote The real Christian, the fruit of Christian upbringing, is consequently the supernatural person who thinks, judges, and acts, always and consistently, according to right reason, enlightened by the supernatural light of Christ's example and teachings. Or, to say in today's language, the true and perfect man of character. For true character is not represented by just any optional conduct of life showing consistency and perseverance according to purely subjective principles, but rather by perseverance in obeying the eternal principles of justice. When discussing the notion of a perfected humanity in her essay, Problems of Women's Education, St. Edith Stein referenced Pope Pius the Ninth Encyclical on Christian Education. Her purpose was, prior to discussing education, to identify the goal of education, which encompasses both basic school education as well as our continuing religious education and spiritual formation, which we should continue throughout our lives. So, what is our goal as human beings when we pursue our spiritual development? The end result should be perfection. But don't let that scare you. Let's discuss how both Pope Pius IX and St. Edith came to that conclusion, and we'll see how we get there. Going back to Adam and Eve, we have discussed previously that their brief time in Eden represents God's original purpose for humanity, his original intention. They were created perfectly with no stain of sin. Furthermore, they were fully grown adults with no need for development. They were free to commune with God without barriers. He walked among them without the need for a temple, a Holy of Holies, an Ark of the Covenant. There were no barriers whatsoever. And they were given this perfection through grace. It wasn't something they had to attain. But then came the fall, and imperfection entered in. More than that, Adam and Eve lost their divine kinship. They were created as a perfect son and daughter of God, but original sin caused a rift, and now they're separated from God. However, the redemption seeks to close that rift and restore us to what we lost in original sin. And therefore, if we're to be restored, it is to divine kinship as sons and daughters of God with a perfected human nature. So yes, perfection is our goal, not our expectation right now at this moment. It is our journey, where we are going, and I know I'm sure not there yet. And I'm sure that a lot of people would disagree with this thesis, but if we're not striving for perfection or holiness, what are we working toward? Being basically a good person? That's a criteria I hear a lot from secular sources as long as you're basically a good person. But what does that mean? That's really a subjective measure. And as Pope Pius IX said, true character is not represented by just any optional conduct of life showing consistency and perseverance according to purely subjective principles, but rather by perseverance in obeying the eternal principles of justice. Jesus paved the way for us to regain perfect human nature or holiness by his passion and resurrection. He worked very hard to bring us back to a state of grace and by his grace and our cooperation, we draw closer to him. And if he wills it, we may very well attain purity of nature within our lives. But if not, don't Think for one moment that Jesus is not moved by our desire and our efforts. When he sees you go to confession, when he hears you pray for someone who's hurt you, when you draw closer to him each day, he is so proud of you. So, what do we do now that we have this enormous goal? Get to confession. Get to mass. Crank up the Bible into your podcast. Bust out the catechism. Keep working on your spiritual formation, always striving for perfection, for holiness, one step at a time, and one day at a time. I want to thank you again for joining me today, and please be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at St. Edith Stein Co. I hope that you'll continue to tune in as we reflect on the writings of St. Edith Stein throughout this Lenten season. May God bless you, and may the saints be with you.